Welcome to the Better Birth Podcast. My name's Erin and I'm a hypnobirthing and antenatal instructor, birth activist and all-round birth geek. In this podcast, I chat to experts in the field of pregnancy and birth, debunking myths around birth, diving into the research around maternity care and exploring what is it that means you're more likely to have a positive birthing experience. If you enjoy this podcast, do feel free to buy me a coffee and fund my caffeine habit. Link to my buy me a coffee page is in the podcast info. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Better Birth Podcast. I am very, very honoured to have the wonderful Hannah Palamara on today, um, talking about uh, birth photography. She is a birth photographer. She's also a doula and a a fantastic birth worker. And she was my doula at my second birth. So um, I am very, very excited to finally have you on, Hannah. Mm, Honoured to be here. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Do you want to talk a little bit about yourself and, and what it is that you do? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So um, I am a um, a birth photographer. I'm a, a doula and birth keeper. Uh, I'm a coach for, for women uh, and I'm also a mother. And um, I'm in my 10th year doing this work now. And it was my own three birth experiences that brought me into the birth world, like a lot of a lot of us in this field. And um, I I had two unnecessary cesareans and then I had a very healing home birth with my son, not without its own adventures and some trauma too. But um, ultimately, I, I felt like I'd kind of landed after I had my son and found my calling, which sounds so cringy, but I'd always been searching for. I guess we could call it um, my dharma, my soul's true purpose. And for me, it really has been working with women and couples um, through pregnancy and birth that has been fulfilling that for me. And uh, previously to that, I studied fashion media communication at London College of Fashion. And I worked for a little while as a stylist and for a modeling agency and with an amazing photographer. And um, I started to be a little bit interested in photography then as well. And then it was when I first started uh, attending births as a doula that I was just kind of becoming interested in photography. I had no idea how to work my camera on manual or anything like that. I was pretty bad. But I said to my doula clients, you know, please, can I take a few photos at your birth? And they were all like, yes, (laughs) you know, and there was no pressure because um, I wasn't charging them. It was just what I could capture. And so I literally learned how to be a photographer in the birth space so that I don't recommend doing that. But for me, it was an amazing education into photography and birth photography because I had my my doula knowledge and education. Um, and so I was able to to learn how to document in the birth space, um, which is one of the most difficult places to document and, you know, create photojournalism because you can't control anything about your surroundings or your subjects. And you also have some of the most difficult environments. So it's dark you know, it's quiet, you you can't interrupt, you can't move people. So it was really interesting, but I was hooked from day one when I first got photos at a birth. Uh, my first birth I attended, actually I took some photos and I was uh, their doula as well. And it was just, I was completely obsessed and birth photography wasn't a thing in the UK then. Um, I didn't even know much about it, you know, in the in the US where it's been a really big industry for a long time. But that was kind of my foray into into this work. And here I am, you know, nearly 10 years later. 
And your your work is amazing. I mean, I love, love, love the the photography that that you share on on Instagram. It's, it is beautiful. Um, and you talk about like the difficult, you know, how it is the difficult difficult environment and dif- difficult circumstances to to photograph. So, what kind of things do you have to kind of consider? How is birth photography different from other forms of photography? Yeah, it's an amazing question. And it's something that I like to educate on a lot as well. So I do feel that anybody who's interested in doing birth photography would really benefit from either doing a doula training, um, a hypnobirthing course, any kind of, you know, really in-depth birth physiology course. Because if you, you could be an extremely experienced photographer and take incredible photos, but um just taking that knowledge and experience into the birth space you could completely disrupt somebody's birth and cause something really terrible to happen or just really annoy the birthing mother or their team so I think that every birth photographer would benefit from having uh, some pretty good knowledge before they go into the birth space of exactly how birth works and what is needed to facilitate the environment for birth. And that's whether you're going into an elective cesarean as the photographer or you're going into um, a free birth um, or a home birth. Um, because when you're working as a birth photographer within the birth space, you you have a lot of different things that you need to consider and you know, there's the whole technical side of being a photographer, like, how do I work my camera in super low light? How do I use flash in an unobtrusive way? All of that is a whole thing. But then the other side to it is that knowledge, because, you know, if you have that knowledge, you know that you don't want to just stand in the space, continuously taking photos, or, you know, directing your flash into someone's face, or, you know, because those things could disrupt the space, and they could impact that person's birth. Yeah, it's. I think it's really important, isn't it, when choosing the birth photographer, I guess, to make sure that they are going to be discreet and unobtrusive and that they've got experience doing specifically birth photography. Um, yeah. Because you're right, that, that person could potentially disrupt that environment and that can have an impact on how birth unfolds. Um, so why why do people put book a birth photographer? What why would someone consider having their their birth documented? Yeah, um, well, it's one of the most important days of your entire life. <laughs> you know, when you think about it, like it's it is as a woman, it's probably the most transformational experience that we go through, uh, and obviously for partners and for men and for everybody else, it's you know, people document their weddings. And they spend tens of thousands, actually, on wedding photographers for that day. But when you think about it, why would you not want to document the birth of your baby? I mean, for me, having done this for so long, I'm just like, this is a no brainer. But if you're coming and you're listening and you're just like, why would you take photos of this? Well, birth photography, you know, often people would talk about, well, I don't want to get photos of that moment, like the crotch shot, we call it, which is so cross. Um, But ultimately, you know, birth photography is not just about getting capturing the moments of your baby emerging, although those really are the most amazing moments to be able to look back on, especially as the woman giving birth, you you can't you you don't see that happening per se from an outside perspective. And um, so being able to see that moment is actually really 
unbelievable not just because you suddenly see like what a total badass you are for birthing your baby however that is if that's an elective cesarean however the baby's born um but also it gives you a completely different perspective and view of your birth story um you know when we go into um our birth bubble I call it you know we're going into that part of our brain to to go inwards um we are switching off you know from everything in the outside world ideally and so we're not going to be paying attention. So when women look back at their birth stories in images, they see so many beautiful things. You know, they see their partners supporting them. They might see their other children like running around and having fun, um, all these different elements to the story that happen. Um, and also sometimes for moments in birth that might be difficult or traumatic or things that happen, having your birth in images or in video, because I also make birth films for people, um, is an amazing debrief, you know, whether that's from a positive or a negative perspective. Yeah. It's it's so true, isn't it? When you go into that birth bubble, I don't really remember my second and third births, to be honest. Um, I definitely remember my first because for, for not so positive reasons, but my second and third births, I really did go inward and I don't remember the details, you know, and, and, you know, I now with hindsight do wish that I had documented my births because I didn't. Um, and, you know, I have the odd snap from that was taken on a phone and that's, 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 and I cherish those photos, but I don't have, you know, nice photos of, of the birth and I don't remember a lot of it. Yes. Um, and I would, I, I would like to have that kind of memory and that memento of that, of that amazing day, because it's not just for me, for the kids as well, right? How wonderful can they, you know, they can, they can look back on these amazing photos of the day that they were born, which I think is, is yeah. wonderful. And I think some people may be reluctant because of the crotch shot or, you know, because I think we live in an age where we document things for public consumption. Right. right. Yeah. We, we, we take a wedding photo so that we can plaster them all over Facebook and Instagram uh, for everybody else to see. But I think from my own personal perspective, getting your birth documented is very much for you, you know, for yes. you and your family to, to cherish and to be able to look back on. I love that you said that, actually, because, you know, a lot of people might see my Instagram and, you know, I do share a lot of my work on there. Um, but it's obviously always with permission, prior permission to my clients. But what I always say when I, you know, and I have it in all the information that I send out to my prospective clients as well, this is their own private experience and these images are for them only. And, you know, like you said, it's not necessarily to plaster it all over Facebook or somewhere else. It's not owed to anybody. It's for you and your experience. It just so happens that a lot of people are open to sharing their images as well. And if they're not, that's fine. I have documented so many births that nobody's ever seen any of the images. And that is, you know, I don't do it for that reason. I do it for my clients. And then if I do get permission to share, then it's incredible because it does, you know, it, it helps educate, not, not necessarily on birth photography, but on physiological birth, on, you know, elective cesarean birth and you know all of those things and and I think that can be really helpful because birth as we know is can be portrayed portrayed so badly through the media on shows like one point every minute um that being able to see real images and videos of birth and what it can look like and what it does look like it does educate you know on a on a really large scale yeah that I think is really really incredible yeah 
It's really, I think it's really important that the work that you do is important for the families, but also, like you say, from an educational perspective. Yeah. To, and, and, you know, I see so many wonderful images on Instagram and, and I, you know, I'll share them to my stories when I see, you know, a wonderful birth video or, you know, a wonderful shot that just demonstrates something because we don't, that's not what, that's not what's perceived as the norm, is it? It's, it's not what we see on TV. It's not what gets reported in the news. Everything yeah. is sensationalist and dramatic and traumatic. Right. So it's wonderful to see these wonderful beautiful images of physiological birth but also cesarean like you keep on talking about surgical births and Mm -hmm. I think people who are having a cesarean wouldn't necessarily uh, think to get a birth photographer yeah it's such a good idea isn't it yeah it's amazing so I've been at a number of cesarean births throughout my career some planned and some unplanned Um, and it's you know it's just as important to be able to document your birth if you're having an elective cesarean as if you're having a vaginal birth. Like, why not? You're still giving birth and having a baby. Um, And so something that I'm really um, pushing, especially as it's been Cesarean Awareness Month, is being able to educate people to have birth photographers at their births for elective cesareans. Um, It does take, you know, a little bit of planning, um and and that's just so it goes in two ways either um the birth photographer myself would be allowed into theater with my client um and their partner to be able to document the whole birth or if that's not possible then I document their story so I come with them to the hospital document them preparing all of the little moments and video is also amazing for that and then I would document up to the moment that they go into theater and then I would give a camera to either their partner or a midwife or someone who's willing Um, So they could get something or even phone shots um, or video works as well. And then I would meet them in recovery afterwards and continue their story there. So that's one way. Or if we're able to have uh, meetings with their consultant and hopefully with the anaesthetist as well, because it's usually the anaesthetist on the day who has the say over whether they would allow um, a an additional person into theatre. This is in the UK. Um, and B, um, someone to take photos. Uh, And if we get preliminary meetings and permission in place, then sometimes I'm allowed into theatre as well, which is really, really amazing because then I can document, you know, the entire birth happening that way. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's such a lovely idea. And I think it's a shame that it's not something that gets signed off, you know, all the time because it obviously can be done because it is done. Absolutely. Um, but I yeah. think it's like it's such a it's such a lovely lovely idea to to document that because you're right it's, you're still giving birth a belly birth is still giving birth you know absolutely it's, it's just as important yeah and there's there's just so much to capture in exactly the same way mm-hmm. um, so I would love to you know to speak more about it and to have more conversations openly about this as well because I think sometimes maybe the medical staff and the hospitals are really concerned. Um, a about the extra person in theatre but also someone documenting and they can get all nervous about it but once they understand you know we're being hired by um the per- you know the person giving birth the client of mine um and it's about their story it's not necessarily about capturing staff and what they're doing and that can be edited out and you know blurred and that kind of stuff um I think in general like for people planning you know elective cesareans and this is a slightly different tangent but there's so much so much that can be put in place to really make it a more positive and you know gentle experience for the mother and for the baby 
Yeah. And I guess the more people that document their cesarean births, the more likely other people are going to be able to do it because it becomes more of the norm and more accepted. Yeah, I, I'm surprised that because I've been a birth photographer for such a long time that birth photography in the UK is still so niche. Mm. even almost 10 years later mm. and I just find that really interesting you know and as you know I've got um a course right now um I'm teaching new and aspiring birth photographers so I've got a lot of doulas and birth keepers and midwives who are interested in doing birth photography and I'm going to be training them with an online program and I mentor and I you know I wonder if it is going to start bringing the new wave of birth photographers to the UK Mm -hmm. which I think would be wonderful because there's some amazing courses in the US Australia Canada where the industry is huge so I think it's a really interesting time because social media has also moved on massively from when I first started out as a birth photographer so I just think it's going to be interesting to see if the industry does really pick up here in the UK um because I mean I'm pretty busy and um I I don't know I don't know any other birth photographers in the UK that do um video and that do birth films consistently at the moment and you know I'm open to hearing from everyone because I often like to collaborate with people but it's so niche still and I just I just think that's super interesting because um yeah why wouldn't everyone have it (laughs) what's your What's your favourite birth that you've documented, if you could pick one that really stands out? Mm. Actually, uh, I couldn't pick one. I couldn't pick one, but I will say a few few favourites. I recently actually did an elective caesarean where I was allowed into theatre, and that was absolutely incredible. It was beautiful, and I just really loved the whole experience. But some of my most favorite births that I've documented over the years have been home births and they have been births where they were just completely joyous. And I mean, you they, you know, you talk about the oxytocin and, you know, at births, it can go either way with how I feel energetically after the birth. If it's been really joyful, beautiful birth, I will literally just feel so high and incredible afterwards. And then obviously if it's not, if it's difficult, then you feel different. And so there's been a few home births where it was just so beautiful from start to finish, no intervention. The woman just, you know, went through the experience and and it was just so straightforward. Um, And it was just so joyful, just so joyful. And those are the births that I just, uh, I come away afterwards and I just feel like this, you know, this is such incredible work and I'm so unbelievably blessed to be able to do this work. Yeah. Um, and, and I will say that those those were all women that I was I was probably their doula as well for most of them. And they did a lot of preparation. You know, they prepared for those births um, and they they did the work and they planned it and everything, you know, and it, and it, and it so there was more likelihood that it would have gone that way. If that makes sense. Yeah. And, and some of those were first time births, too. I had a birth. I had a first birth last year. Um, I had two amazing first time primips last year first time birthers that had beautiful straightforward and pretty fast births mm-hmm. and were joyful yeah. um because those women had invested from the very beginning of their pregnancies into doing the work work and preparing for the type of birth that they wanted to have you know yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't luck it was totally their own preparation yeah and we we talk about that a lot right the importance of prep and the importance of educating and it does give you a better chance I mean no one can ever be guaranteed an amazing birth but it gives definitely gives you a better chance of having that wonderful birth 
Um, yeah, and just feeling like you were you if you feel like you were listened to and you were respected because you know you were yourself informed, then that can really change the perspective if things do go you know off off piste. Yeah, mm. euphoric comes to mind. Like, I think birth can be euphoric. Yeah, and and I, I think people don't automatically associate birth with euphoria, mm. uh, but. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably because lots of people give birth in a very medicalized environment that doesn't facilitate that kind of euphoric feeling afterwards, probably. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Those joyful births are just wonderful. Yeah. What's your, okay, I've, I kind of, I've asked what your, your favorite births were. So you might find it this one difficult to answer as well, but is there like a, a particular shot that you really like getting mm-hmm. when you tend births? Um, there isn't one particular shot, but the I love to get um, a shot of certain moments of the birth throughout. So I love to get images of, you know, women in labor and what that, whatever that looks like for them. You know, sometimes it's really raw and powerful and then sometimes it's really quiet and peaceful. Um, obviously, I love uh, what I call the catch which is the moment where the mother catches her baby, however that happens, you know, so whether she's catching in the pool or someone hands her her baby on a bed, however it happens, I call it the catch. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously the the crowning moments, crowning shots are incredible um, to capture and yeah, they're amazing. But having done this for so long, there's, there's a lot of other moments too. Um, You know, the first, the, the, the expressions of, you know the on the parents faces the reactions uh sometimes women have such amazing reactions like total disbelief you know just these the, these looks on their faces um I also love to capture um that that first sort of skin to skin moment for the for the mother or the father or the partner um and for me I'm obsessed with the third stage in placentas so like <laughs> not just for, I mean facilitating that stage is like something that I'm I never shut up about as a birth keeper and an educator um but also capturing I love to capture the birth of the placenta and then to look at the placenta afterwards and and get images of it yes yes I don't I don't I didn't see my placenta I don't think with all three of my births which now I mourn because now I'm obsessed with placentas (laughs) I would have loved to see seen my placenta and see what it looked like yeah, I didn't really look at any of mine either. The third one a little bit, and I did get it encapsulated. But I, I didn't, I think I was too tired as well. But um, yeah, placentas are just like miraculous and they're all different. Like sometimes they're really petite and small and sometimes they're really huge and chunky and sometimes they're in like the, the shape of a heart and twin placentas are just, I did a twin birth last year and um, the placentas were separate, but they had actually fused together. Uh, within the womb mm-hmm. and so it was amazing to see afterwards and I'm, I've got a picture somewhere I'll, I probably need to share it again it was just beautiful and it was almost in a heart shape actually yeah. Uh, so yeah I love placentas mm. so many moments just the whole story really and, and I have to say capturing birth in images or in video film is very very different as well like it's a completely different experience to have because people will sometimes say you know which would you choose it's really hard to choose between the two because they're so different the feeling you get from images and what you get and then the feeling you get from video they're they're so different so there isn't really one that's better than the other um so sometimes I do both together which people love as well yeah oh I'm just sad I'm sad I didn't get my my births documented but don't be me (laughs) 
<laughs> don't do what I did. Have your but and me. Don't be me either. I didn't have any of mine professionally documented. No. And I've got like really terrible photos and video from my last birth, and I treasure them beyond anything. And but I look so so well. I think I look so terrible in the photos. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but I'm still glad I have them, and I will still share them. So yeah, I'm really really grateful. For yeah. any what kind of area do you cover because if someone did want to hire you to to photograph their birth like how far out can you, can you go to, to document birth I mean honestly at this point I would say that I am worldwide so <laughs> I okay so I'm 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 based just below southeast London in Kent um so I cover the currently I cover the whole of London Kent Sussex Surrey but I do travel to births if it works with my schedule. Um, so I recently traveled up north to Nottingham for a birth. Um, I may be traveling, you know, I've, I've traveled quite a few times. I've been to Wales. So I think if you're thinking of having your birth documented and you'd like to work with me, get in touch wherever you are. And depending on my schedule and what's going on, then um, it may be possible to have me. Mm -hmm. uh, I do. I would absolutely open to traveling abroad as well and flying to people. So it just depends where you are amazing and if anyone wants to see your wonderful beautiful birth photography where can they find it mm, you can see my most recent work on my instagram which is at hannah palomara honestly and then i have a brand new website which i'm really proud of uh, which is um .com or hannahpalomarabirthphotography.com um, those are my main my main spaces. I also have a podcast um, called My Vulnerable Voice, which you have just been a guest on. And that podcast is um, we is actually based on personal growth, healing from trauma and um, amazing stories. But we also have a birth series in there. So I do have amazing birth professionals like yourself in there. Thank mm -hmm. you so much for giving up your time today. And I can't wait to share more of your your work. and. Um, share your course as well if anyone is interested yes. in training to be a birth photographer come train with me I would love to have you yeah thanks so much Erin for having me it's been an honor oh you're welcome <laughs> Better Birth Podcast and all of its content is for educational and informational purposes only. You should consult your midwife or your doctor for anything in relation to your own pregnancy and birth. The opinions and the views of the guests on the Better Birth Podcast are their own opinions and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Better Birth or Erin Fung.